2: Quiet, please. Cooper, and which features Ernest Chapel. Quiet, please, for today is called Valentine. The little towns, I never see them anymore. Pekin, Dullivan, Bloomington, Galesburg, Lewiston... All the little towns above the river with the cobblestones going down to the steamboat landings. The little towns under the hills and the shocks of corn standing lonely and snow-covered, like the teepees of old Shabona's people, the good Indians that saved so many white men's lives in the old days. There's a red-brick Baptist church, I remember, and a courthouse with tall limestone pillars At a portico that looks like a disreputable ancient Greek temple. And I can only think of them. And remember them. For I never go far away from here. It is restful here. And I think I have earned rest. I have come a long journey. My work was finished long ago. So I rest. And sometimes... In the night I walk for a while and remember. The old house down on State Street is almost unchanged. The hands of time have touched it lightly. And it's a comforting thing to go there at night and sit alone and remember. And always this time of the year. I remember the Valentine. So long ago. The little houses along the road in the ravine that goes down to the Sangamon. And now, in early February, the ground is soft and damp with the melting snow. And the watery sun shines down on the eager young trees. And there's a promise of Spring in the first February fall. And the frogs are stirring deep in the cold mud under the spongy earth. And the ghosts in the old graveyard smile at the first obscure signs of spring. I remember the mean little houses, the store and the post office, and the drafty houses where the people lived. And I remember the muddy road up from Vandalia. the high-wheeled buggies mired down in the low places and the long flat roads across the prairie where the grass grew from horizon to horizon and the groves of trees were small genial islands in a sea of undulating green I hear her voice in the nighttime and it is a far, far sound so I wake and hear it so many, many times. I have many bitter memories and a few happy ones. I wonder what the world would think of the memories that come most often to haunt me among the echoing corridors under the ancient oaks. I dream of battles. they think. I dream of a victory won and the acclaim of men Do they think I've forgotten the long, sweet days of my young manhood? And the first, almost forgotten love that once I knew and cherished? Do they think I have forgotten the grief, the loneliness, the despair, the first of my, oh, so many sorrows? Valentine still exists. It is still to be seen and touched. And if you ever look upon it, I hope you will remember me. For only I remember her. Remember me. And shed a tear, perhaps, for lost loveliness. I was gone away from her. They sent me away. And I was a little proud in my new clothes and with my parcel of books on the desk beside me and the brave speeches I should make were fermenting in my mind and crowding out all thoughts, even thoughts of her. A boy of 25 sitting in the General Assembly, speaking gravely of laws and the affairs of the people, and not remembering my own. And back at home, a girl, glowing for an absent lover, remembering promises, and waiting and waiting, And waiting. In the store of a dark January morning.
3: I haven't had any word from him for ever so long, but he's so busy. And they take so much of his time, you know. Maybe there'll be a letter tomorrow. Jack Armstrong had a letter from him last week, Annie. He He wasn't too busy to write to Jack. Oh. Well, the Armstrongs are his oldest friends, you know. Sure seems strange you don't write to you. Yes, A lot of pretty girls down there in Vandalia. I right hear
2: tell. But never a girl in Vandalia to make me turn my solemn head. I was full of the thrill of helping to make the laws that my people were to live by. And I was fascinated by the strutting politicians in their tall hats. And I made great arguments with them in the long tavern nights. And I put off the letters till tomorrow.
3: And tomorrow and tomorrow the letter any day now. Or maybe he'll be coming home again soon. The kid you'll be looking around a little, Annie, for yourself. Think maybe he might have given you the mitten. Oh, no, Aunt Hannah. He'd never do that to me. Well, I sure hope he ain't, Annie. You just keep up your spirits and the day will come. A day will come, I always say. Have you wrote him a letter? Why, I write him nearly every day. I'll be hearing from him any day. Just like you said.
2: Tomorrow I'll write, I said. Tomorrow. And I sat in my lonely room. And I remembered the hillside in the summertime. And the haze of the heat lying heavy on the low hills beyond the curves of the Sangamon. I remembered a hand in mine as we sat on the hillside above the town. And the homesick song of the cicadas in the orchard the reluctant westering sun. I remembered what I had said to her on that long summer afternoon, and alone in my mean little room, I wept to remember, but I did not write. And today, after all the years, I weep again, remembering.
3: He'll be coming back. He'll be coming back for his birthday. Won't he? Why, the session's over now, and he'll be coming back from Vandalia on a tall horse, and there isn't a thing that'll hold him back from me. I know he'll be back home for his birthday.
2: gavel fell and the booming voice spoke, I do now declare this general assembly adjourned. And I took horse for home, and now my heart was heavy with doubt, for I remembered my long silence, and my mind now wrestled with darkest premonitions. What would my homecoming be after those long months of silence? Yes, I loved her must you ask? Can you remember back to the days when you were 25? Can you remember what little thing can make a lover's reuniting or break it? Can you remember the little tenderness a recreant lover might bring to his dear one? The small thoughtfulness, the simple, humble thing that says I have not forgotten. And it brings the happy smile that banishes doubt and wipes away the memory of unwritten words. Why, and... I remember I remember the pleasant saint, the patron of all of us who love. I remembered paper hearts and posies of verse and ribbons and lace. And in the pouring rain, I lifted up my head and said, I thank you, Saint Valentine. And the morning came, and I was home, and my horse was tied up at the hitching post, and I strode into the store all muddy and
3: triumphant. Well, Abe. <laughs> Hi there, Abe. Hello, Jack. We thought you was never coming back. It took me an almighty long time to make it, but I got here. How are you? I'm finer than frogs there, Abe. You look as if you'd grow down there in Van Daling. Well, I always looked as if I'd grow, don't I? Doggone it. We expected you'd be wearing a, a high silk hat. Why, not me. Say, have you seen Anne this morning, Uffitt? Uh, not since yesterday. No. How is she? Kind of peaky, Dave. Eh? Ain't she sick? No. Just on account of you not writing any letters to
2: her. I'm sorry about that. You better be. Uh. How's everything around home, Officer? Mm-hmm.
3: Miss you. I miss you all. How's business? Well, we get by you had your breakfast yet? No, I just got here. I can get breakfast later. Uh, look, uh, uh, Jack, I want something. If you don't see for it, ask for it. Well, uh, uh, How's it like down there in the city anyway? Lots of people, huh?
2: Hundreds. Uh, say, what I want... Uh, oh, oh, sure. Uh, A lot uh, of women. Mm-hmm.
3: Sure like to hear about Van daily. I've never been out of this place since I come here.
2: Well, I'll tell you about it one of these evenings, Jack. Uh, what I wanted... Sure uh, but...
3: want to hear about it, <laughs> Now, what was it you wanted all of a sudden? Well uh I warned it the day before Valentine's Day. Well, hello, Aunt Hannah. Well, Ivy's dog. Hey. Well, hello there, Aunt Hannah. <laughs> well, I declare. How is it down to Van band? Oh well, fine. <laughs> you leave me kiss uh, Oh, <laughs> well. I'm tickled you got back home. Me too. What <sighs> maybe all them fine folks down there. To you forget your
2: own people. I'm never going to forget my people, Aunt Hannah. Pretty nice
3: about Annie, didn't
2: you? I guess I didn't write very often.
3: Never wrote at all way I used it. Well, I. Good morning, uh, Jack. I was busy. Good morning, Aunt Hannah. What's your pleasure this morning? I, um, I want a couple of gills along, sweetly, Jack. A couple of gills. And keep your thumb out of it, too, you hear me? Uh, never miss, Aunt Hannah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, what's the matter with you? Well, uh, see here, Jack. Uh, and, and, Hannah, do you mind? Uh, I have to. Oh, take your time, boy. I got all day. What do you want? Uh, I want a valentine. Ain't got none. You haven't? Nope. Who's it for? Who's it for? Well, who do you think is furry, you old fool? Well, I ain't got none. You had some last year. That was last year. This. I remember, I well remember, you had one left. Oh, did I? There was one, and it was so dear, nobody would buy it. Remember? Y- you sure, Aunt Hannah? Uh, let me see. Sixty cents you wanted for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I kind of remember. You rocked it up in brown paper, and you put it up there on top of the shelf, above the dry peaches. I remember just as plain. You looked. Yeah, let me see up here on this issue. Uh, 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 that's it. Uh, that's it. You got it. Hmm. <laughs> now the will be dark. Roses is red. Violets are blue. I are... love you, dog. And that's it. Well, yes, that's it. Hmm. It's tore. The lace is tore. Well, I could knock off three cents on account of that. Three cents? You'll knock off ten cents. That's last year's. And besides, it's tore. Oh, Annie, you'll love that. It's just a thing, Aunt Hannah, isn't it? Oh, she'll just bust. Oh! Hey? Oh, oh hi, Amy. Hi, Quickie. Well, what's the matter? Annie. She's coming up the road. Quick. We have the and how.
2: Where? I oh, behind the shelves. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, Valentine's.
3: of there. Whose yes. horse is that tied out there, Jack? Well, uh... Oh, morning, Annie. Oh, yeah. Who did you say, Jack? Well, uh... uh Were you expecting somebody, Annie? Of course I was. I was hoping he'd get back for his birthday yesterday, but he didn't. I know he must have tried to, and I hope... Oh, Jack. A Valentine? Eh? Oh, yes, the Valentine. The Valentine. I was hoping you'd have one. Oh, I'm so glad. Well, uh, I, I, I don't exactly like to sell you that one. It's torn, oh, honey. Well, he won't mind. How much is it, Jack? Sixty. Well, uh, I, I, I was aiming to keep it. Why? What for? Well, it's the only one I've got. I've just got to have it, Jack. It's last year's. Uh, it's the only one I've got. May I have it, Jack? Well... Sixty cents, you said. I'll give you sixty-five. Well... So it should sell that old, ragged valentine to this girl. Well... well oh, Aunt it, Hannah, I must have it. I didn't get a thing for his birthday, and I just hoped I'd be able to get him a valentine. And it, it'd it be a kind of birthday present, too. Well... Can't you, I have it, Jack? Uh, what you saying, Aunt Hannah? Don't you try to put it on to me, you hear? Please, Jack. Uh, I oughtn't to. Oh. Sell it to old Jack. Oh, thank you, Aunt Hannah. you will be so pleased with it. Uh, yeah. Sure. Sure. I really have to get it for him, Jack, because I kind of expect he'll bring me one from Vandalia. You do? I hope so. Oh, they must have wonderful ones in the big stores down in Vandalia. Well, huh? oh, that's silly. But it's beautiful, isn't it? Didn't you get Valentine's when you were a girl, Aunt Hannah? <laughs> Land, it's been so long, I, I never remember. It isn't much, really. But he'll like it. He'll... You want to write on to a man? Write. Write what? Why, You're you going to write down that you love him, Amy? Why, he knows it, Aunt Hannah. And I know it. And the whole world knows it. Must I write it down?
2: and the nights are long since that 13th of February in a little store on the Sangamon River. And I have seen many places. The little towns and the mighty ones. Cities happy and jubilant. Cities forlorn and grief-stricken. And I have known hope and gladness and exaltation in my time as well as tears and sadness. But never in all my years have I felt the gladness the simple, overwhelming joy of that moment when I heard the words of this girl I loved. And thus today, my grief is the greater. She walked out of the store, and I... Remember, I was 25. I was crushed with disappointment. It's the Valentine, you say. it was a priceless gift I had in mind that morning. And the irony of it, she had snatched my own gift Unwilling to give it to me. And I was returning, repentant to her, but empty-handed. And the laughter of Arthur and that Hannah Armstrong did nothing at all to assuage my disappointment and my unhappiness. And I followed her out of the store at a little distance, followed her up the ravine and up the hillside she came to the old trysting place, I think it is very much the same today as it was then, in the time when I came to her empty-handed after a long, empty month. And when she came to the place, she turned and she held out her arms.
3: I knew it was you following me. I knew it and I wouldn't turn and look, because I wanted to see you first, up here on the hillside. Am. darling. Darling. You've been gone so long. of
2: me. I thought
3: of you. I have thought of you every single minute while you've been gone. I know. The letters... Oh, kiss me, darling. birthday.
2: Yes, it is. I was 25. I'm getting old. Oh, no. Old and forgetful.
3: No, you're not. You were busy. I, uh, I've got a birthday present for you.
2: Why, you know you shouldn't have done that.
3: <laughs> it's a Valentine.
2: Oh. Valentine's Day's
3: tomorrow. It's the very last one that Mr. Offutt had in the store. I know. You know?
2: I was going to get it for you.
3: Oh. Well, I don't need a valentine, really.
2: What? Well, uh, I mean, but...
3: Tell me you love me. That'll be my valentine.
2: And remember...
3: house in Springfield then I'll be a congressman's wife we'll go and live in Washington
2: you go with me you'll be my star that I'll follow
3: and you'll be a great man I couldn't be president oh yes darling do be president and then in, in after years they'll build a great high monument to you and everybody will say he was the greatest president that ever was
2: and it'll all be due to you
3: madam president
2: I I'd lay the riches of all the world at your feet, Anne.
3: But it didn't bring me a Valentine. What
2: What can I do? What I'm so sorry. I
3: love you. Valentine or no Valentine, dearest. Always and always and always.
2: Always. And we'll always be together.
3: We'll never be apart from each other again. Never.
2: Never end. Oh,
3: hold me. I'm so cold suddenly.
2: Not just a cloud over the sun. Hold
3: me. Always hold me. Always. I know it. You'll be a great, great man, darling.
2: With you beside me, I will. But
3: if I die... Don't say that. Kiss me again.
2: Then we sat for a long, long time in the sudden chill of the afternoon. And we were so in love. Anne and I... And we spoke no word for the longest time. Only sat there and dreamed of the future. The rosy future. And nothing but happiness.
3: Happiness. Happiness. Happiness.
2: Happiness. And we'll be married as soon as you finish school.
3: Nobody will ever be as happy as we'll be. And... I die.
2: No. No, don't say that.
3: If I die, will you go on the way we have gone together? No, you mustn't. You will, won't you? For me? I
2: am. For
3: me? Say yes. You're
2: not going to die.
3: <laughs> of course not. I was just teasing you. Don't. I love you so. And I'll love you wherever you go. In the little towns and the big towns. You'll be a congressman, and you'll love me.
2: I'll be president, and I'll love you.
3: And this isn't just Valentine talk.
2: I'm
3: sorry, dear.
2: Wait. You ask if it's just
3: Valentine talk.
2: You remember last summer when we sat up here together?
3: So many times.
2: a very special time, Anne.
3: Why I, I remember. It was a hot, hot day. And the heat haze was on the hills. And it sang to me. And
2: you remember the stone, Anne? The
3: stone. I wonder wait, wait.
2: I know where it is. I put it in the crotch of that old apple tree.
3: Right there. I get it. That's your Valentine, Anne. Remember? I remember. I found it. Look. Way last summer. Here's
2: your Valentine, Anne, darling.
3: I remember what you carved, it.
2: Let's read it together, shall we? And always remember. On, On the, the spot. God. In you the sailing. 5, 4, 18,
3: 1833, Anne Rutledge Ann and Adrian Abraham Lincoln, Lincoln were
2: betrothed. And the cold winds howl tonight in Oak Ridge, around a tall monument. Gently, they touch the outlines of a little mound in the graveyard above the Sangamon. And only the stone, the stone Valentine, remains to testify to our love. Today's Quiet Please story is Valentine. It was written and directed by Willis Cooper. The man who spoke to you was Ernest Chappell. Others in today's cast were Ann Seymour, who played Ann. Offutt was played by Jack Arthur. And Hannah by Leora Thatcher. As usual, music for Quiet Please is played by Albert Berman. Now, for the word about next week, my very good friend and our writer-director, Willis Cooper.
3: The title of my next
2: week's story is the question that I've been asked at least ten times every day. It's, where do you get your ideas? Listen, maybe I'll tell you. And so until next week at this same time, in the answer to a perpetual question, I am quietly yours, Ernest Chapel. Now, a listening reminder.
3: Stay tuned for Drew Pearson. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company.